Hey guys! Okay, before I get started, I do not know where my microphone is. Cause norm I hope the I hope the audio doesn't sound like much different, but normally I have like my mini microphone that I got off Amazon. Cause Amazon and that next day delivery is dangerous. I have like <laughs> I have like a whole box of next like overnight purchases that I definitely should not own, but I do. Anyways, how are you guys doing? This is my third time recording this episode, episode four, um, on imposter syndrome. I don't know what it is. I've been trying to tell myself, like, hey, you know, you don't, your episodes don't have to be perfect. You just have to put effort in. But I just feel like mm, the last two drafts weren't my best. They weren't my best product. So we're going to do it again until we get this right. I also want to see if I should get on, like, a schedule saying, like, all right, like, aim for, like, I like Thursdays. I'm going to upload this on, like, a Thursday. Because something about a Thursday, maybe it's because Emma Chamberlain up- uploads her videos on a Thursday. Who knows? But I like Thursdays for my podcast days because it's a nice, like, chill day. You know, you got the weekend coming up and we vibing. Another thing, I think on my episodes, yes, I want to speak about my personal experiences, but I also want to do more research into it. Especially because, like, that's the type of person I am. Like, when I'm speaking, it's on topics that I'm knowledgeable about from personal from personal experience, but also, like, research and planning. Um, one of, like, my... One of the people that inspired me to make this podcast, Monica Hernandez, I kind of want to find... A, a balance between her and Emma Chamberlain. Emma Chamberlain, she gets on her microphone and she talks like just she says whatever she wants to say. And I love it because just the message she brings, it's it's very relatable in a sense of like, hey, like, you know, I'm going through this and you know, you may also be going through this. But I like Monica Hernandez because there is a lot of planning and research that goes into her episodes and it shows. And I absolutely love that. And that's essentially what I want my podcast to be. Something that I can work towards and produce and say like, all right, this was my project. This is something that I created. You know, I have a good feeling about this episode. I feel like we're gonna, I, you know, when like you're doing something and you're like, yeah, like this is gonna be good. <laughs> um, life updates, I guess. Where do we even start? I think the last episode was, um, it was September something. It's been a while. I'm trying to, like, I'm not rushing it, but I want to finish season one by the end of the year. I'm trying to, you know, set, instead of getting on a schedule, I want to set goals for myself because, um, you know, I definitely have like the perfectionist ten- um, tendency where like I have to do everything right. Everything has to go according to plan or else I feel like my life is falling apart. That has definitely been happening lately, um, but I'll get into that. But on my research on imposter syndrome, in one of the, um, in one of the other drafts, I had mentioned that I got the opportunity to to um to be like a guest speaker on this attorney's podcast i met her at my school and she was really cool she is this amazing black woman that is so inspirational is doing amazing um and is just doing so many influential things that i want to be a part of and the more i was speaking to her and i was telling her about my podcast and she was saying she wants to show like kind of show me as an example of saying like you know hey um if i'm doing it as like a young black woman in today's society just you know the things i'm doing in school like my extracurricular just my mentality if i'm doing like it's also possible to show people 
What was I going to say? To show other people like me that, like, hey, like, if I'm doing it, you can do it too. Trying not to sound corny because I can imagine, like, me sitting there on, like, an advertisement that's like, are you unmotivated? Do you feel like there's nothing beyond your, there's nothing in your life beyond school? Well, that's what I'm here for. Um, yeah, no. Because that, I'll be looking at myself and I'm like, mm, no, no, you're no but uh, with that uh, the more you know it was an amazing opportunity oh it's next week oh my gosh i the first time i feel i recorded this it was like a month from now and now it's a week from now okay that just hit me i looked at the date it's currently october 17th i think i'm gonna upload this on thursday um but sometimes like i start to think and i'm like why me like I mean, this is like the imposter syndrome. I'm going to get into the different types because I wanted to have more background on it. But I'm like, why me? I'm not that great. There are people out here doing better. You know, even me, like I still have stuff to learn, which is where I was. Um, I was just curious and I wanted to learn about the different types of imposter syndrome. And let's see, let's bring up the article that I found because it was actually very, um, very informational like stuff that i also didn't know about myself that i kind of um i'm able to what's the word just like reading up on it made me understand understand myself better which is essentially the whole whole point of this podcast for me to understand why am i the way that i am and hopefully for you guys as well so first of all i want to get into the different types of imposter syndrome one that i definitely reconcile with the most is the perfectionist it's this is the type of imposter syndrome where you believe that unless you're absolutely perfect you could have done better you feel like an imposter because your perfectionist traits make you believe that you're not as good as others might think you are and it's funny because when i read that i was like wow that is exactly what i feel like you know, people are looking at me and the things I'm doing. And to me, it's like, yeah, they're good, but I could always be doing better. Like, you know, I made a nine, I made a 95 on this test, but I could have made a hundred. I have a 5.0 GPA, but someone else has a 5.2. And yes, I can sit here and like logically say that that is unrealistic. But then like, there's like that my true self. That's like that voice in my head. That's like, no, like there's, there's better. So you should be doing it. And not giving myself um, just that kind of leeway to say like, hey, like you're doing a lot and you're doing it well. You know, you don't need to add on to it to, to stress yourself out even more. Another another type of imposter syndrome is the expert. The expert feels like an imposter because they don't know everything there is to know about a particular subject or topic or that they haven't mastered every step in a process. Because there's more for them to learn, they don't feel as if they've reached the rank of expert. Wow. I did not even realize that I suffered from this until I saw the actual definition. Sometimes I think that I'm struggling in my classes because I don't know everything. But then I get presented with an assignment, just like a simple classwork or homework, and I'm able to do it and do it well. Just because I don't have the entire like lesson, um, every vocabulary word, every concept memorized, doesn't mean that I'm not doing good enough. Because sometimes, you know, like after 
you know the semester is almost over like i'm i'm looking and i'm like oh my gosh like what have i done like i don't know this and i don't know that you know i had to take um a statistics test today and i i felt completely underprepared because i didn't know it like the back of my hand i took the test and i was fine literally it's exactly what we went over i was able to um to recall like things that were in lecture i went over my notes a couple times i was fine so that's me the next type the natural genius in this imposter syndrome type you may feel like a fraud simply because you don't believe that you are naturally intelligent or competent if you don't get something right the first time around or it takes you longer to master a skill you feel like an imposter Ugh, i could talk about this and so you know in my growing up especially in such a small and sheltered environment the the level of intelligence i was was definitely praised but as i got more exposed to other other people like me and you know like just getting to high school starting college it's it makes me realize like in a, in a way you're not as special as you think you are I was praised for like, yeah, like you know this so well, like this comes so easily to you. But then I got older and not everything comes easy. A lot of things I learned I had to work for. A lot of the classes I'm taking, it's not something that, you know, like the teacher's going to teach it and I'm automatically going to understand what they're saying. Um, I had to learn how, and I'm still learning how to, you know, use like other resources, whether it's tutoring, you know, finding out like what ways I learn best because I kind of, I had a mentality where it's like, this isn't coming easy to me. Like, why am I not good at it? You know, like, am I in a sense of like, am I not worthy? And it's, you know, like definitely I had to like lay back and say like, no, that's not true. And these are still things that I'm working on, um, that I'm working on right now. I even had to talk to um talk to um a counselor at school today because I just felt like I wasn't doing enough and me just adding that pressure to myself was not doing which is it wasn't making the situation better. You know, I'm already taking all these classes. I'm in all these extracurriculars in school. I have all these outside of school activities and because I'm I and I t I tell myself I don't compare I don't compare me to other people, but I do. If I'm being real, I do. I see like, um, you know, like my peers, they can manage all these clubs and these classes and play a sport. Why can't I play a sport? Knowing good and well, <laughs> I am not athletic. And I understand like athleticism is something that can be built over time. But that is not something I want that bad. Um, side interlude, I... um. I tried out for, I didn't, even, I didn't even make it to the tryout stage for volleyball and track. <laughs> volleyball, I realized that um, the sport itself isn't hard. It was just like, um, I started in high school and by that point you were already expected to kind of know how to play. And just because I had so much else going on, I didn't really have like the time or even put in as much effort as I could to just like, you know, like take the time to really learn like, all right, how do I play this sport? Also, like my my physique, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not the most athletic person. I I was just talking to my boyfriend about I was like, yeah, I can run an eight minute mile until I realized what a mile was and how how, you know, long, eight, how short eight minutes was. And I was like, 
I rebuke my last statements. Um, so you know, I went to I went to conditioning, and I kind of realized um, I was like, this is not for me. We'll try again next year, and then the following year, I was like. I want to try for track. Maybe that's not going to be as hard. I'm like, I'm just running. You know, I'm more of a, um, I'm more of a sprinter, but I was definitely willing to like try like the long distance running because with me, I can run very fast for a short amount of time. It's just that, like my endurance and my breathing and all of that. I'm not the most strongest at, but, um, I went to practice uh, I actually did not do that bad. Like, when it came to sprinting, you know, I was very good at it until <laughs> until it was time to run the 400. Um, and if you guys don't know what that is, it's essentially, like, four laps around. A, is it four laps? No, it's one lap. It's one lap. A mile is four laps. I did not know that. I'm here like, oh, yeah, I've ran a mile before. That's something slight. No, Jade, you ran a quarter of a mile. Get it correct. <laughs> but... Um, you know, like in track, they tell you, they're like, Hey, so, you know, you're going to be running for like about a third, third of the way. You're going to be feeling good. Two thirds of the way, you're going to hit the wall. It's an imaginary wall where, um, where it's going to hit you. Like the tiredness is going to hit you. You're going to feel it in your body. And I'm like, it can't be that bad. Two thirds of the way I felt it. I wanted to die. That's I've never felt worse pain in my life. And trust me, that's 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 speak that's saying a lot. Um, I pushed through, you know, I finished it. Um, I cried in the car on the way home, and I was like at that at that point I was like, sports are not for me. Um the next year I was gonna be a cheerleader. Um, I'm not even gonna get into that. There was also physical activity with that, and I was like, you know what, Jade, stick to clubs, stick to what you're good at. Moral of the story, um, <laughs> just like just like the the natural genius type of perfectionist, I kind of think like if I'm not automatically good at something, that means like that there's something wrong. But I've just come to learn that listen. You're not going to be good at everything. Like, that's not that's not how life works. That's not how people work. You know, I have my strengths and I definitely have my weaknesses. And it's just, it's just like, you know, sitting and thinking about, all right, what do I want to work on? Because, you know, if I wanted to run track bad enough, if I wanted to play vo- volleyball bad enough, I could have said, like, all right, you know, over the summer, I'm going to, you know, run more and more progressively, get my endurance up, start doing more physical activities so I'm not as um burnt out when it comes to practice. But if I'm being real, I didn't want it bad enough. And I don't say that in a sense of regret, but more in just, like, a realistic statement, like, a standpoint. You know, like, I didn't, I didn't want it bad enough, and I'm okay with that. Because sometimes you have the idea where it's like, ooh, like, I want to do this. But there is a lot of work that follows it. And if you don't want to put that in, like, if you don't want to put the work in, then you can't expect to be good at it. You know, you're not, you're not going to, like, naturally, uh, it's not going to, a lot of things aren't going to naturally come to you. You're not going to know everything about a, um, a subject or a topic, and that's okay. That's something, like, I definitely had to learn. I don't know how I got off into this spiel, but um, I'm hungry, guys. God, wait, what was it? The chocolate chip wall? I think I made chocolate chip pancakes. I know in the other um, in the other the other episode, I was talking about making chocolate chip waffles, and I don't know why I didn't make the waffles, but I made the pancakes, and they were so good. I've been trying to cook more 
because um i eat out a lot and that is not the most efficient way to live so definitely trying to cook more i like cooking but why does it take so long i'm here standing in front of the stove for like 45 minutes to eat the food in like seven minutes something about that does not make sense because i put in all that hard work for the food to be gone in like less time than it takes to watch a youtube video really that i just find like completely absurd but that's not the point um but oh back to um the podcast so she was telling me the topic of it was uh what did she say the title was changing the narrative of the brown girl and i know she was um she was using me as an african-american to not only be an example for fellow black people but also latino latinos um south asians um like other africans like north africans as well uh what was it just minorities as a as a my the minority as a population not just like the african-american but the brown girl like colored people essentially and that was really nice that i was like wow like oh my gosh like me really but then i'm like wait why me and it definitely got me thinking a while like you know you start getting in your head and and you start to think like hey like I had a brain fart. You ever just lose, like, your train of thought? Hold on. Hold on. How you guys doing? Do you guys have pets? Think about your pets while I go look at my notes. I have a dog. We don't really like her that much. It's not that we don't like her. She's like, she bites us a lot. And it's like, why are you biting me? She's a chihuahua, by the way, which probably explains it, but that's, that's not the point. Yep, just awkward silence. I'm gonna get used to awkward silence because awkward silence is good. Yeah, it gives me time to think. <laughs> Another thing, like especially in all these um, in all these extracurriculars I'm in, sometimes I do feel imposter syndrome in that sense because, you know, I, and it's it's irrational. That's what I've. That's like the conclusion I've came to. Because Jade, if you're holding an officer position where people have voted for you, it means they think you're qualified. So sometimes I think I'm think I'm just like, well, like I shouldn't be here. Like I don't know as much as this person or as much as I should. That's another thing I um I've kind of realized. I set my I hold myself to an unrealistic standpoint. I say things like, I should be doing this. Um, I should be at this level. And I don't really have a reason for why I should be doing this. I say I should because that's kind of um, the mentality that I've been... Not the mentality I've... I, I, I say I've created this mentality, but it's also been affected my environment. Especially just um, constantly being in competition you know, whether it's like academically or extracurricular, you know, I find myself like my, my friends are also the ones that I'm competing against for like, um, for officer positions, for just all of these things, like we're all so competitive, like academically and extracurricularly. And it's really hard because these are, these are the people like you're close with, but then also there's like that line. So there's a lot with that. Another topic that I wanted to um I wanted to get into is definitely invalidating your accomplishments. 
I, you know, I touched on this a little bit earlier, but I want to really get into it. And this is something I definitely struggle with. It's just uh, a lot of the times I think, you know, I should have done, I did this, but I could have done it better. I should have done it better. Not even a sense of like, okay, you know, constructive criticism. There were ways to improve, you know, next time if the opportunity arises, I will learn from this mistake and I will do better. It's not a sense of that. It's more of like, well... You know, why did you even make the mistake in the first place? And a lot of the times I don't factor in obstacles, you know, like whether I don't make a, um, I don't get an A or B on a test. Well, I don't think like, hey, you know, you have been planning all these events for, um, for all these organizations. You did like take the time to hang out with your friends. You have been working on your podcast and yeah, you didn't do as well as well as you 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 quote unquote should have in this aspect but you were definitely successful in other aspects so that's why i'm kind of trying to get out of the mindset of like i should be the best at everything i do especially when i want to do everything so something i've kind of uh to kind of cope with that i have essentially limited myself and i i i don't like using the word limit but in a way I, I place my focus into like the main things that I want to do. I say, all right, these are the classes I'm taking. These are the classes I know I can succeed in, like realistically. And I know what the requirements are. I'm going to work towards it. These are, the, these are the organizations I'm a part of. This is what's required of me. And this is something I, I feel that I can manage. And then I'm like, that's it. Because, you know, me, I'm like, well, I can add this class to my schedule. Mm. I should be an officer in this club. I'm like, mm, I should start this club like right now. And it's like, Jade, you're burnt out and you keep adding and like you're running and running and running and eventually you're going to crash. Oh, I definitely need to hear that. Um, Jade, you keep running and you're going to crash. And when you crash, there's no coming back or it's very hard. And I'm very proud of myself. Ooh, I'm proud of myself that that just rolled off the tongue that's something like my counselors have been telling me like cut yourself some slack you're doing a lot you're you're doing it pretty well but at least i'm acknowledging like hey like there is an issue and i'm working towards i'm working towards you know kind of like combating it in a way and also me i'm trying to work on patience because you know a lot of time i expect like overnight results but realistically that's not that's not possible you know oh my gosh it's been 20 minutes i feel like it's been like 10 i've just been talking um this might be a shorter episode because i'm not sure what i spoke about in my last ones but it's really just how i'm feeling in the moment um wait did i finish that last idea i'm so funny um oh oh wait I should I should talk about like ways to cope with it, with uh imposter syndrome. Whether it's like in school, in relations, um in like um extracurriculars. I think the main things I've taken from this is just giving yourself the recognition you deserve. Because it let's say you have like a family member that you that you appreciate or like a friend and you will sit there and tell them, like, hey, like, I'm proud of you. Regardless of, like, X, Y, Z that's been happening, you have been pushing through. And that's something I realized, like, hey, you also need to tell that to yourself. Oh, oh, my gosh. Guys, 
another person that i want to preach about the wizard liz she's like been getting um a little bit more popular on youtube but i love her because you know she talks about one of her main episodes that i love is um talking about self-confidence and i love the perspective she put on it because she was saying how can you how can you be confident in something you don't know so if you don't know yourself, how do you expect to be confident in that? If you don't know, like, all right, this is what I'm good at. You can confidently say, like, these are my strengths. These are, like, where I place my value. Like, a lot of times, me, I'm like, oh, like, am I good at this? I don't know. Um, You know, I, like, is this, like, the best I can do? I don't know. And then how can you be confident when you're doubting yourself? How do you expect other people to, um... To have that like sense of um what's the word to have that sense of belief in yourself when you don't even believe like have that sense of belief in you when you don't even believe in yourself and when she said that i was like that's something i definitely needed to hear because you know i kind of i don't really watch videos on youtube it's like oh how to be confident how to do this but i clicked on it because like it kept coming up and i was like why not but i definitely love like the perspective she put on it it was very it was very realistic, which I love. And just saying, you have to know yourself better than anyone else. And you have to be sure of that. Like me, like me, I, you guys can see in the way I speak, I'm very dominant. I'm very direct. I'm assertive. And that is something I take pride in. A lot of the times, people make me feel bad about it. You're too aggressive. You're too headstrong. No, you're just intimidated. That has nothing to do with me. And that is something I can confidently say. Oh, look at me. But just like finding your strengths and just knowing like, all right, this is what I'm this is what I enjoy. This is what I'm good at. This is something that I value within myself. You know, like me, I love how like well articulate I am. I have a way of expressing myself like no one else. And like just how creative I am, like with my words, with my actions. Those are the things that I I am confident about myself. These are the things that make me me. Ooh, I like that. Um, I actually might just upload this episode today because I'm just like, why not? Because on my Inst- I actually, what reminded me to record this episode is on my Instagram, somebody was like, make a podcast. And I was like, I have a podcast. And I don't like advertising it because I'm like, uh. But I'm like, maybe I should. I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. I just kind of, I want to at least finish the first season before I start putting it out there so I can kind of say like, yeah, you know, I have like the first season, like this is that, you know? But I also love how far I've come, especially since, you know, this is what, episode four. I want to do episode five before the end of October, but even looking back at episode one, I have, you know, grown a lot, especially in my confidence, like with this podcast you know, I, like the first episode, it was a little bit choppy because I was cutting out like the awkward silence. But, you know, I've as I've gotten as I've, you know, gotten more into the season, I'm like, listen, like, Jade, you're it's not realistic for you to be talking like 100 miles per hour with no breaks in between. Like, take a breath. It's OK. People will respect that. And also remember, this podcast was created for me and whoever decides to listen. I said that in my what was it in the trailer i'm very proud of that trailer by the way because another thing i'm a very i love like writing i love research i love just different ways of expressing i was um 
you know, I was definitely like into like the sciences when I grew up. But as much as I enjoyed it, I always knew that I could be doing something bigger. You know, I was in like student council, speech and debates. And uh, um, and like the more I got into these things, the more I kind of found like my niche. So I love research. I take like a lot of research classes. I love writing essays at me. You know, I was a math person until I got to what? I want to say pre-calc or like, no, it was calculus, but maybe ge since geometry, because these, these math classes are not it. But me, I can sit and write like in a thousand word essay in under an hour, like from the top of my head. I've done that before. And just because I have, I feel like I have so much to say and I, I'm just learning to express myself better. Like with my vocabulary, you know, I speak, I speak, I speak a good amount of Spanish and I'm also learning German. Because like the work, the work field I want to go go into is a uh, like international relations, like foreign policy, diplomacy. So just being able to express myself to different people who may not have grew up the same way I did. I think in one of the other episodes, I I spoke about how I kind of got to this. I spoke about how I got to this point. You know, I took um, global perspectives in high school, and that's essentially where you look at an issue and how it affects different people all over the world. And that kind of give, gave me a broader perspective on life and and just how it's there's so much more than what we have been exposed to. And that is why I'm so big on speaking about the things that a lot of people don't want to speak on because it's good to... It's really good to just have this exposure, have this knowledge. Me, you know, I don't know what you guys are taking from this. Maybe this is pure entertainment. Maybe you guys just, a lot of people like just hearing me talk, the sound of my voice. Maybe the things that I'm saying are like actually resonating with you when they help. But I just like having the opportunity to, to just share that with the world because this is essentially my talent. And on that note, did I have anything else to say? I think uh, just to end this off, one thing like I want, you know, I want, well, myself and everyone else to take from this is just be easy on yourself. You know, love yourself. Show, show like the gratitude to everything you've been doing. Because me and a lot of the people like me, it's not a case where we're just sitting on our ass, not doing anything, and then we're like, damn. Like, no, there are reasons for why we're not performing at the level we may be able to. Or, you know, we may feel, like, more, like, tired than usual because of this aspect or just because we're doing so much. And it's not, like, a necessarily bad that we're doing so much, but it's it's just hard to adapt, and just giving yourself the time to figure out, like, all right, how am I going to manage this? Is this really what I want? Figuring out, like, who you are as a person. Just giving yourself that that leeway to, to just figure your stuff out. And that's something I definitely need to work on because, you know, me, I am the person to... Um, to to want to do everything and to want to do it like at the at the highest level possible but uh, you know i'm realizing that that's not always the case and i'm learning to be okay with it so on th okay on that note thank you guys for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode stay tuned for next episode i'm really excited to see how this um to how this like really turns out it's, it's definitely something i'm proud of and i can see it coming together Bye, guys.